This is a test. The Mirror World Order is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. If this had been an actual emergency, the signal you just heard would have been followed by the phrase... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, I have... Showboy Joe. This episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast, we will be discussing all things Joker. We presented to all of you, the community of the Nerd World Order, a question last week prior to the new Joker movie coming out starring Joaquin Phoenix. The question was, on cinema either big screen or small screen, who has been the best Joker? Uh, the choices were Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, uh, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Jared Leto, Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, and Tommy Wiseau actually even snuck in there. What we're going to do is discuss everybody who was basically chosen from the bottom to the top, discussing what percentage they got of the votes, and basically give you our perspective on each of the Jokers and how they did as the Joker. Now, once we're done, because I know you want to know what Joe thinks about Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, we're going to discuss Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. Both getting ready for L.A. Comic Con. Excited about that. L.A. Comic Con looks really exciting. I think there's going to be a lot going on this year. Uh, Kevin Smith's going to be there. Uh, let's see here. Enrique Iglesias, I think. Bro, that's the singer, bro. It's Gabriel, What's his name? Oh, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> bro, that's I could have just said bro. Fluffy. Yeah, I you could have said, said Fluffy, bro. bro. <laughs> that would have saved you so much if you said Fluffy. <laughs> uh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who else is going to be there? Of course, there's the after party at LA Comic Con. Yep. Uh, we hope to see all of you there as well. So, uh, really excited about LA Comic Con going down this weekend. It should be pretty exciting. Hope to see all of you there. Uh, like I was saying, Joker just came out, and there have been a lot of Jokers on the big and small screen. Uh, no particular order Tommy Wiseau, uh, Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, Zach Galifianakis, Jared Leto. Uh, that's the order. So, uh, Joe, the person who got the least number of votes with 0.38% of the votes was Mr. Tommy Who? Why so? So, my brother, uh, let me tell you a little bit about my perspective of Tommy Wiseau and why he's even on this list. This guy basically tried to do what Ryan Reynolds did for Deadpool. He made... <laughs> He made his own screener, his own audition for Joker, basically replacing Heath Ledger in the role of Joker. And he had been putting this out for like the past uh, eight months to a year, putting it on the big or putting it on YouTube and hoping people would get behind him. It was so bad. Okay, first of all, Tommy Wiseau, and I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but I don't care. Because he shouldn't have even made it on the list. No doubt. Okay. Now, Tommy Wiseau is known for being in what's considered one of the worst movies of all time. Starring in one of the worst movies of all time. That being The Room. Dude, there is no level of bad that describes his audition as Joker. So, so let me ask you this, bro. Are you even familiar with Tommy Wiseau? Bro, I don't even know who that dude is I had to Google him, and then when I saw his picture, I was like, is that Gene Simmons? Is he trying to be the Joker? And I was like, no, this is some Tommy Wasu. I don't even know how to say his name. How about Tommy Natsu? Like, I would not so watch you on that screen. You know, it was just terrible, dude. I was just like, I don't even know who this guy is. I don't even know who the person who voted for him. I think yeah, that was probably a joke in itself for the Joker whole thing right there, bro, I think. But it was just, I was like, who is this dude, bro? I don't even, dude, I don't even know the, the room. I don't even know what movie that is, dude. Dude, James Franco actually did a movie about that movie, and it was called A Movie About the Worst Movie of All Time. That's how bad the movie was. Somebody made a movie oh. about... 
I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. I do remember yeah. that. I remember I remembered I didn't want to watch that either. Like how many likes did it get on that video? Did you did you see that at all? I, I didn't look at the likes, bro. I was you ever want something that's just so bad that you're like, who would do this? Right. That's how bad that's how bad it was, bro. Bro, that, I looked at him and I was like, you know, I cosplay as a Jason Todd slash Joker, and I think mine was better than what he did in that little video. Oh. Yours was way better than that, bro. That's five minutes of Tommy Wiseau that we can't take back. We're not going to edit it out. First of <laughs> all, blame the one person that voted for Tommy Wiseau for making us talk about him. That Maybe. one person. Well, it's a, it probably a win for Tommy. Probably was Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> probably the NWO. <laughs> he probably said, hey, Tommy. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I Googled it. I was afraid it was going to come up empty. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was a joke, man. I was like, who is this person? Is he even real? Don't blame <laughs> us. Yeah. Blame Tommy Wiseau for adding his own name to the survey. <laughs> no doubt. A few years ago, uh, there was a Lego movie that came out, and a lot of people liked it. And, you know, initially when I watched the movie, I thought that Mark Hamill was the joker um and after i did some research uh specifically for this i found out that the person earning 0.76 percent of the vote was actually the person who was joker in the lego movie and that's zach galifianakis you know zach galifianakis in my opinion he's a mediocre actor uh he is you know he's done some decent movies but overall you know he isn't going to be someone who's going to carry a a movie the reason that zach galifianakis took i felt like he was very boring in this i felt like he was trying to do mark hamill and he just couldn't you know so what are your thoughts did bro did you even see the lego movies bro um, that's a negative Ghost Rider. Then allow me to complain about the Lego movies for about, let's say, one, possibly two minutes. So a lot of people love the Lego movies and they think that they're great. And the Lego movies are enjoyable and they're bearable, you know. But the reason that they are is not because of the Joker. The Joker in the movies is just very boring, very one-dimensional, and I know what a lot of people are going to say. Oh, it's a cartoon. It's a Lego movie. It's supposed to be like that. We know who's on this list, okay? We have Mr. Caesar, Caesar Romero, who back in the 1960s took a comic book character and turned it to an iconic character on TV. In the 60s, bro, you have Mark Hamill, who took a cartoon movie and a cartoon television show and turned it into one of the most popular cartoons ever okay so if whether it's a lego movie or not if you're on that screen you got to own it you got to bring it in the lego movie i have to say that batman was cool owen was cool but you know who was pretty boring joker did not deliver so you didn't miss anything bro uh you didn't miss the batman movie the batman lego movie uh you didn't miss anything with the lego movie and zach galifianakis you only received a slight few more votes than Tommy Wiseau, which clearly shows us that nobody was impressed by your mediocre attempt at being the Joker. That that Zach guy, isn't he the dude in like the hangover, right? He had the purse. Yes. And his only good line was who let the dogs out? And he was like, who, 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 who? That's the only thing I remember from that guy. I don't, I don't ever remember him playing the Joker, to be honest. But then again, I don't really watch Lego Batman. With the, with the Lego movies, bro, it's like this, man. If I'm in the mood for Mexican food out here in California, I'm not going to go to Taco Bell. I'm going to go to Alberto's, right? Because I know what I'm going to get. I'm not going to get nothing watered down. And I think that's what that is with that Joker. You can't really perform a Joker, like you said, when, it, when, when it's watered down. There's nothing you can get out of it. You can't do everything that a Joker would do. This episode is not sponsored, nor will it ever be sponsored by Taco Bell. No yeah. love for Taco Bell. But if Del Taco was, should, should come knocking at the door. So it's interesting. This next person is, in my opinion, the most hated 
Joker of all time. But he got 1.52% of the vote, which means that there are some folks out there who thought that his Joker was pretty darn good. The thing about it is, and I think I've said this before, is you look at how many different people play the Joker. So when someone does it so well, you have to almost mimic it, if not do it better. Does that make sense? So like if if, if we could jump, kind of you take Heath Ledger, right? I saw some different things that he did that reminded me of Jack Nicholson, right? He still made it his own, but he took something that Jack Nicholson, Nicholson did and then just added to it and made it, it made it better in his own version. And I think Jared Leto tried to do that but didn't do what the predecessor, predecessors did. But at the same time, can you blame it on the writing? Because maybe the, the writers are the ones that wanted to make this Joker a little more gangster with the guns and the... The old, you know, like the the suspenders and the, the 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 shirt and the pants. He was just like not the Joker you're used to, or I should say, not the ones you're used to seeing on the big screen or the TV. So a lot of people judge because they want certain things a certain way. That's why people like to go to Burger King because they want it their way. When he's not doing it the way that people want it, they they tend to not gravitate gravitate to Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker. And so I think that's where the problem between all the Jokers, and that's why people dislike uh, Jared Leto's character. That's what I really liked about Jared Leto, is that he brought a completely different take on the Joker that we haven't seen before. And I think, to your point, every person who has done the Joker has borrowed from another person that did the Joker. I think if you look at Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker, it's very modified or very 1980s, 1990s Cesar Romero, right? And then if you look at Heath Ledger, his Joker is very much like, this is what would have happened if Jack Nicholson's Joker appeared in the 2000s, you know, after 9-11, after the Iraq war after the world has changed so much after we're now in a surveillance state. Now we have this different type of Joker, but he still uses that foundation. So then let's look at this new Joker. This new Joker, in my opinion, is very reflective of the environment that we're in right now. He's very flashy. He lacks a lot of substance and that's what we kind of have today. He, in my opinion, was the Instagram Joker. He was just very much flashy. He was just very much sound bites. He was like, boom, in your face. One of the things that he complained about was the fact that all his best parts got cut out of the movie. Now, I don't know. Maybe they did. But that's because this Joker wasn't about the acting. This Joker was never supposed to be about you getting to really know the character. This Joker was just about the visuals. He was about the visuals. He was about the sound bites. And that's all he was about. Now, one thing that you said that made a lot of sense, bro, is was he just a subject, a victim of bad writing? In my opinion, the entire movie was just bad writing. You can't be in a bad movie, be written poorly, and then just pull a rabbit out of your hat and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to turn this Joker that's just supposed to be sugar-coated garbage into something that's good. But there has never been a Joker like Jared Leto's Joker on the screen. To the point where a lot of people were like, oh, that's not my Joker. That's not Joker. I don't want Jack Nicholson again. I don't because I saw Jack Nicholson before. Okay? Heath Ledger, we're going to talk about him a little bit later. Uh, Mark Hamill, we're going to talk about him a little bit later. But here's what I can say. I've seen all those things before. And in my opinion, there will never be another portrayal of the Joker because it was more gangster. Honestly, it was more hip-hop. It was more flashy. And that's not the Joker that we're used to, but at least somebody tried to do something different. I think where they messed up like with the writing is they, they had two different villains in there, which they should have just used the Joker. If they would have just used Jared Leto's Joker as the main villain, he'd have had more opportunity for people to maybe like him better. The ones that didn't like him, 
because he could portray it more. He won't have to worry about his parts getting cut. But here's another thing, too, if you think about it. This Joker was more gangster. He didn't deal with mental illness. He wasn't, like, suicidal. He wasn't, you know, he's more like a gangster. You know what I mean? So, like, true DC fans probably didn't like that because they were like, yo, that's not how the Joker is because it's a different take. But I, like you said, I'm all, I'm all good with the different portrayal. I think if that movie came out right now, as opposed to when it did, how many more rappers have tattoos on their face, on their on their neck? Younger kids are doing it. They might be more relatable to this Joker, right? Now, in this time period, because of the way he looks, they can find something relatable to him. But like you said, I never had no issues with Jared Lowe. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the movie sucked. You know, it had its moments, you know, but I thought it's, it's unfortunate that they were going to do a movie with him to do like a Harley Quinn and Joker, and then they axe that, and then they bring in Joaquin Phoenix. So he does have legitimate beef in the sense of like, yo, I never really truly got to show you what I could do in this part or make you like me. It is unfortunate because he was supposed to have another movie. They're coming out with the Birds of Prey movie. So clearly uh, Harley Quinn stole the show and they moved on. People are going to forget about him. And it's unfortunate because I think they could have done a lot with that character and made him very different. It's just bad timing. What if he was a Joker when James Gunn came? You know, so what 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 could it have been then? And you know, if you know, it's all about marketing. I think if you know, like Jared Little really wanted to showcase that character, he could hit up James Gunn and be like, "Yo, do you think you can slide me in there?" He could hit him up in the DM. Yo, what's good though? Can I can I can I get another stab at it? You know what I mean? That would actually be pretty cool. I would like to see him in the Suicide Squad movie. I think since they're moving Harley Quinn in one direction, obviously Will Smith isn't coming back. Keep him in there as a villain and just roll with it. That's a great idea. My introduction to the Joker, probably your introduction to the Joker came from the man that only got 4.56%. This was dude. I would be like Saturdays, run home after I was playing football outside or riding my bike or sometimes in the afternoon. Batman 66. Basically, that was our introduction to what the Joker should be like. And Cesar Romero, dude had a mustache, okay? He said... I'm not shaving my mustache. <laughs> he, said, he did. He did. Dude, you know, he, you got to be crazy Joker when you're like, I'm going to put makeup on my face. Yeah, and yeah. Mustache, right? No doubt. But, no see, doubt. Dude, Cesar Romero, okay? To me, like I talked about Jack Nicholson drawing from his character, he only got 4.56% of the vote. And I'll tell you right now, one of those votes came from me because right. – for me, Cesar Romero was my first definition of what the Joker should be. What do you think about Cesar Romero, bro? Dude, totally agree, man. Like, I was the same way as you, man. Playing outside Saturday mornings, came home and watched that. I thought I enjoyed him a lot more than Batman and Robin, to be honest, just because he was so good at the Joker. I didn't care about Penguin. I did care about uh, Catwoman because she was fine. When you're a little kid, you're like, damn, she is fine. But, you know, again, those are the only two you were looking forward to watching. You know what I mean? He really good, dude. But like you said, what was dope about it, bro? He's a minority at the time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had to put on, he had to put on some makeup. You couldn't tell unless you Googled him. Well, you didn't have Google back then, I guess, if you, like, knew his name. But, you know, that was cool, man. It was cool for a minority to have an awesome part like that. He did very well. And it was cool to see, like, Comics that you read about that you can actually see on screen. Because at the time, you had that. You know, anything you could get on the on the TV or even TV movies. Remember they used to come out with, like, Spider-Man movies? I mean, yeah. so, like, anything you see, you're like, shoot, man. That's fucking, fucking comic book. It was dope. You watch it now, you're just like, damn, damn. That's pretty <laughs> bad. But at the time, it was just awesome because you could read a comic and go watch it on TV. And then, you know... To see the Joker on screen with Batman and Robin, dude, was dope. As a kid, it was dope. You're almost kind of spoiled now. I think that's why, like, everybody hates DC movies so much or Marvel movies to a certain point. You have such high standards because you expect the best. But 
you forget where they came from, dude. When we were growing up, we didn't have the best. So people that are our age or our age now, when we were younger, they're spoiled. They, they're getting everything. Every character that they, they love reading about is, is on the screen now where we didn't have that opportunity. So whatever we got was dope. And, you know, his portrayal of the Joker was dope. Cesar Romero. That is the most Spanish of Spanish names no in a doubt. period of time. In a period of time when a Spanish man, when a brown man, an Asian brother, a black brother couldn't get mm. a decent role. Okay, this brother said, "My first name is Spanish, my last yeah. name is Spanish, and no I'm gonna freaking own this show." Okay, no Caesar Romero brought it. Now, and to your point, bro, like, yeah, we love Adam West. Yeah, we love Burt Ward. But let's think about it realistically. The Joker. He had to be over the top. He had to do some major acting. He didn't have CGI. He didn't have good props. We know cosplayers now that make better costumes. Your Jason Todd mashup is better than the prosthetics that Cesar Romero had to use to put white over his mustache, bro. Okay? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It is true. So to think about what this dude had to do, okay, number one, he was breaking down barriers, and he probably wasn't even thinking of it. But this dude was breaking down barriers, number one. But number two, didn't have the CGI, didn't mm -hmm. have the good props, and he had to – he carried a lot of episodes, bro. When you saw right. the Joker, you knew it was on, dude. Over the top every episode. To all of you who only gave my man 4.56%, okay, okay, thank you because you voted like I did. Cesar Romero will forever be the definition of the Joker in my book and everyone else just built upon what he gave us except Tommy Whitesell. So, you know, we talked a little bit about the days when we were, you know, out playing as kids and then we had to run home to watch. But the biggest movie, in my opinion, for us, like what just changed everything, when I say everything, bro, everything was Batman. Like yeah. when Batman... Dude, when Batman came out, you were just like, what? Now, Jack Nicholson, as the Joker, on the other hand, pshaw. Never mm -hmm. cared. Okay, I don't like Jack Nicholson as an actor, period. Okay? No doubt. This dude has no acting range. It's like Jack Nicholson walks in, <laughs> he looks at the script, and he yeah. says to himself, oh, I see this character is Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no I see doubt. this is Jack Nicholson in the woods. I see this mm -hmm. is Jack Nicholson with makeup on. I see no this doubt. is Jack Nicholson in the military. Mm. Every role that he plays is just Jack Nicholson. He brings nothing. So, as you can tell, I did not like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Now, the movie probably wasn't that good when I look back on it now. But for the time, mm -hmm. nothing else like it. Game changer. But, bro, um, okay, I need to take a break because I hate Jack Nicholson, dude. <laughs> we got to sit through Jack Nicholson, and he gives us the same lazy performance in every movie, and people try to act like he's good, okay? Oh, yeah. and another thing, and another thing, okay? Check this out, right? As I was doing research, Jack Nicholson's halfway through the movie, and he says, hey, everybody, I don't think I like my contract, Okay. So he basically puts the movie on hold while they renegotiate his contract. So this fool gets $6 million up front, and he gets royalties for movies he ain't even going to be in. He got royalties for Batman Returns. Do you remember him in Batman Returns? No. Well, he got paid for it. Yeah, no doubt. He was the first gangster. He was the first gangster Joker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, I want money for the next movie I'm not going to be in. No Halfway doubt. Halfway through the movie. Just ransom no off that man. Okay. That's some gangster Joker stuff. I'm done. I'm out. I may just walk off and come back, get a soda or something. It's all you, bro. <laughs> no doubt, dude. I mean, you are totally correct. Straight up, dude. He has no range, dude. What he's most known for, for me, is sitting courtside at a Laker game. To be honest, that's the only thing he's good at is just sitting down watching grown men play basketball. To me, that whole Batman thing, like the first one, was dope. That was when DC was kicking Marvel's ass. Mighty how, my how the time has changed. But that Batman, I, I love Michael Keaton's portrayal as Batman. And I know most people probably don't like Michael Keaton as Batman. 
but I enjoyed him as Batman, and I, I enjoyed Michael Michael Keaton a lot more than I did Jack Nicholson portrayal of Joker. That's just my opinion. I'm pretty sure other people will be like, nah, I like Christian Bale as Batman. Well, you know what, dude? You're not me. I love Michael Keaton. He was dope. But, you know, like, everyone's, like, loves Jack Nicholson so much, and they're just like, oh, he's just the Messiah. I don't think so, dude. I think Caesar was better for me and you. I don't know if we're just being biased because that's what we grew up on. I think Jack Nicholson was all right. I don't think he's better than Caesar, in my opinion. What has he done since then? Nothing. That wasn't cool that he did the holdout to get all that money. That was whack. But that's just that just shows his character, right? It just shows you he. So all the people that loved his portrayal as a Joker, think about this. He held out for money and he got money for doing nothing. So did he really take ownership of the character and make it his own? I dare say not. So if you decide that he is the best Joker, you should think again. Because if he was the best Joker, he would have took the money that he was going to get paid for and actually be in the sequel, which he did not to your point. Joe mentioned Christian Bale. What about Heath Ledger? Mr. Heath Ledger, first of all, RIP Heath Ledger. When people talk about mental illness, I would tell everybody, if you're struggling, call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're available 24 hours a day, and they're confidential. If you need help, call one 800 273-8255. Talk to your friends, talk to your family. Uh, the world loves you. And whether you be a Hollywood star or whether you be anybody in the world, it doesn't have to go that way. So Heath Ledger got 29.66% of the vote. What I'm going to say will not be very popular. A lot of the reason people feel the way that they do about Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker is because he passed away related to the mental stresses that he put himself under in his attempts to actually take on the role. So I think, yeah, he did a good job, but I think a lot of it when people say, oh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was so good. He was amazing. Oh, he did so good. I would say his performance was good, but could I say that his performance, if I have to compare it to current people who are acting as villains, I'm going to stay away from Joaquin Phoenix for a little bit. But, you know, when you talk about people who play villains in other movies, uh, let me talk about maybe obviously a Josh Brolin as Thanos, or you talk about Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. I feel that their portrayal of those characters are right up there with Heath Ledger's, but they're not going to get a Golden Globes. They're not going to get a Best Supporting Actor nomination. And I honestly feel like Heath Ledger wouldn't have received any of those accolades had it not been the tragedy surrounding his character. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I agree, man. You you know me, dude. I'm a huge Tupac fan. Would he be considered the greatest if he didn't, you know, get murdered and you know and, and pass away? I mean, that, that's you hate to say that, but that's the kind of things that you, to your point. Same thing as Biggie. What a lot of people on the East Coast consider Biggie the greatest ever as well. Would he have been the greatest if he's still alive? You know, that's the thing you got to think about. What you to your point, and I think wasn't Heath Ledger off of like his. Oscar, did he win like a, an award off of his broke out mountain? I think it was. He did. So like, so like after getting an award like that, you go do you do a total ninety degree and do something like that. You're gonna get looked at. You're gonna get more people attention. You're gonna get a lot of more attention for people to watch the movie because they're like, you go from one extreme to the next, right? And it's, I mean, I thought he did a decent job. It's just unfortunate that his psyche went that deep into the role to where it affected him outside. And like, like to your point, dude, like, uh, there's always help out there. Like, you know, like with mental illness, there's always help. It's hard to focus on the positive things around your life because you're so overwhelmed by your illness. But you get, you just got to remember people love you and, and they're there for you. And that's the hard thing to see. But yeah, I, like you said, dude, I think if he was still alive, would he still have the same, you know, like 
hype about it. No. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I, I thought he did decent. I thought he, he did good, you know, for what, what we had in the past. I mean, I thought he's better than Jack Nicholson, in my opinion, right? Yes. Yeah, he's, absolutely. Well, he's, he's, he's way better. I mean, he took it to a darker and edgier role, you know, into that. And you could tell he that's his version. He, took, he, he, he made Jack Nicholson better, pretty much. As if Jack Nicholson was so terrible, he said, you know what, dude? You had the right idea, but you just couldn't do it, right? Those right. who can't teach, teach. You know, those who can't play teach, you know, yeah. and and that's basically him. So he just took what he did and just, you know, made it a lot better. So I think because Jack Nicholson was okay, Heath Ledger's is so much better. That gets praised in itself right there because he's so much better than Jack Nicholson. I, I was surprised to find out that he took voice acting lessons. He studied makeup because obviously the character would have to be in makeup. He isolated himself. He did so many things to take this role seriously. And that in itself as a comic book fan, as a person who, to your point, Joe grew up watching crappy Marvel movies and, you know, watching DC movies as being the only thing that was good for an actor to respect his role as much as Heath Ledger did for me, I have to say thank you for that, for respecting something that I personally love so much and has meant so much to me. He didn't phone it in like Jack Nicholson. He took the role seriously. He poured his heart and his soul into it. And for that, regardless of whether I think that his acting may have been overrated, the level of dedication he gave to me, to the role, uh, cannot be compared and cannot be overlooked and is totally appreciated. Yeah, no doubt, dude. You had one dude that wanted more money just for the money who didn't, right, invest in the character. And then you got another dude who was investing everything. Damn near gave his life for that role. Because like you said, cutting himself off, you know, and just getting into that dark place. And, you know, like with anything, man, once you go to a, like, it's like someone that starts taking drugs. Once you get to that certain point, you're taking drugs, it's hard to go back from it, right? Once he went into that dark place, it's 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 hard for him to come back. But I thought he did a lot better than what people thought he was going to be. Because I remember, just with anything, dude, when he was announced that he was going to play the Joker, like I remember uh, everyone was just like, oh, he's going to suck. He played in Brokeback Mountain. I'm like, why can't people just watch somebody's performance before you make a judgment? You know, people yeah. just naturally assume like, oh, he's not going to be good. How would you feel if someone did that to you? If you came in up front and you were trying to get a promotion or a job and they're going to look at you and be like this, you know, Judging from the way you look, you know, uh, the way you talk, I don't think you could get this position. That's not cool. Let someone prove that they can do something. I, I, the Twilight guy, I, just, I don't even know who that uh, Patterson, Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson, people, yes. People were tripping about him being Batman. But check this out. Dude, dude got so pissed that they snuck pictures of, th that they released that he was trying to go for Batman because he takes in, he's taking that role seriously. He wants to do well. And he's so upset that it got leaked that he was being a Batman because he knew people's outrollers was going to be like, why is this dude playing Batman? Isn't he a vampire? Dude, give the dude a chance. Let him do the movie. And if he sucks, hey, yo, by all means, yo, this dude sucks. But let him do something. Most people have noticed there's a name that we haven't mentioned. I was really surprised because when people say that they love the Joker, apparently they mean that they love the animated Joker as portrayed by Mark Hamill. Uh, 50.95% of the vote went to Mark Hamill and his portrayal of the Joker. Now, when I talked about Zach Galifianakis and his portrayal as Lego Joker, I compared it very briefly to Mark Hamill's portrayal as the Joker. You know, it's, it's really tough to say whether or not Mark Hamill is the best Joker because he has given so much to so many fans with just his voice. He's created this character with just his voice. He makes you believe that the Joker is a genius, is crazy, with just his voice, right? And no one else, apparently, has been able to do that as effectively as he has, you know? So, 
Uh, Batman, the animated series, uh, was first launched September uh, 1992. Wasn't expected to be a huge hit. It was actually sort of a spin, or not really a spin-off, but the take was very similar to the Batman from Tim Burton. That sort of dark feel is what they wanted to go with. And if you think about that, if you think about Mark Hamill had this opportunity, right? Okay, I'm going to play the Joker. It's going to, it's supposed to have the same feel as the Batman and Batman Returns uh, that Tim Burton did. So most people would assume he's just going to do a Jack Nicholson, right? Well, Jack Nicholson, ladies and gentlemen, had a whopping 12.17% of the vote as compared to 50.95% of the vote for Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill took Jack Nicholson's garbage as a foundation and has given us years of damn near perfect Joker that people love. Is Mark Hamill my favorite Joker? No, but he accomplishes what no one else has. Just using his voice, he has created the most iconic Joker, Joe. Yeah, you know, I think he's okay, bro. For me, it's like Mark Hamill's in and out When you go to in and out they just have one burger. And that one burger is pretty good, right? But there's nothing else but, but that one burger. Mark Hamill just gives you the voice. Yeah, he gives you the voice, but could he do a live version where you get to see his facial expressions, right? His anger. Just see it in person. No, you just hear a voice. And he's pretty good at doing just the voice, right? Just like in and out is pretty good at doing that one burger. But yeah, I want other things than just that one burger, right? So for me, it's like, yeah, he's pretty good for a voice, but I want more than just a voice, man. I want to see someone's portrayal, like a facial expressions, how they act. You know what I mean? That's just a voice. So for me, it's like, no disrespect to Britney Spears, but uh, she sounds good on the radio, but she doesn't sound good live. Leave Britney Spears alone right now! I mean it. <laughs> that's 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 how I feel about Mark Hamill, bro. Like he's a he's a one trick pony for me. Like he's good at the voice, and that's 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 just my opinion, though. He's just good for the voice, and that's that's it. But for so, what he's doing, that I mean, he's good at that. But for me, I like him more as Luke Skywalker because you know that Star Wars for me. So for me, I see him more as Luke than I do as a Joker. But that's just my opinion. Interesting analogy that you bring up with in and out, bro. I'm going to take that analogy and I'm going to agree with it because to your point, it's just a voice, right? And in and out only has one burger. But here's a crazy thing about in and out, which I personally don't understand, yet it's true. It's packed. Right. It's packed. Somebody loves that one burger. So right? somebody loves that 50.95%. <laughs> right? That, that's exactly that. So it's like, you know, I'll just drive by that in and out and go, hmm, it's kind of packed. Let me go somewhere else where it has more different variety that I might like. I can't say for me personally, Mark Hamill is my favorite Joker. I feel like I look for more range. Now, granted, he does amazing things with his voice. You know, just like In and Out does amazing things with that one single burger. Plus, yeah. they got that secret, bro. They got that secret menu. You, you can get like a protein style. You can get like uh, animal style animal burger. Style. So, yeah. And see, see, a little variety. They take that one thing, they make it work. You're right, bro. It's just the same thing, but he does it so well that everybody loves it. And for that, I have to give him his prop. 50.95% of the vote, bro. I mean, that's pretty much... No doubt. But here's the thing, too. What if what if that wasn't Mark Hamill? What if Mark Hamill wasn't from Star Wars? What, what if he wasn't Luke? Would he still get the same fame? Would people still like him? Or people would just like him because he's Mark Hamill? You know, it's, it's interesting you say that, bro, because I feel like people are not more so, but just as passionate about Mark Hamill as the Joker... Is they are as him about Luke Scott as him being Luke Skywalker. I personally don't understand it. I never have. But 
people get really passionate about his portrayal of the Joker. So for me, when I look at him, that's Luke Skywalker. But there are people who associate him with his being Joker first. Right, right, no doubt. And, and another thing, look at it this way. How many different Joker voices has been done? Who can you really compare him to as doing the Joker's voice? You know, it's interesting, Joe. Zach. <laughs> Zach. You know, I think you said Zach. So if you have no one to compare him to, you have no one to judge him to. The reason that we have no one to compare him to is because no one's really stepped up. You know, if if we look at his his counterpart as Batman, Kevin Conroy, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, who is Kevin Conroy? Honestly, I don't know. Right? But Kevin Conroy has done so well as Batman that mm-hmm. I know Kevin Conroy because of Batman. And so right. I feel like if someone had stepped up and done a Joker voice animated as well as Mark Hamill, people would recognize him, but they don't because no one has elevated the game like he has. Right. However, we told you who number one is, but we also told you we were going to talk about Mr. Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. This one, I think, is interesting. So here's what I'm going to ask you, Joe. Where would you rank Joaquin Phoenix as Jokers? Ooh, I really liked him. I, I liked him a lot. I thought, dude, he's, he's really good, man. Like, he, he's really good. Like, you were hearing a bunch of people, like, reviews that said it was really good. And then all of a sudden, the critics and everyone said it was terrible. And then you go watch it, bro. He was really good. His portrayal of his it was his own it was his own version. You could tell he took time. He crafted it. He was very passionate about it. And just the little things that he would do, you bought into it. You saw the transformation from him turning into the Joker, and I believed it. There were certain things that were happening in his life that would trigger certain points for him to go transform into the Joker. And I was believing it because he's such a good actor that I was buying into it. And I was like, I can't wait till it gets to that point. And you just see, he did such a good job that you were with him on that journey. Like you were with him, like you was him. Like you could feel like, like, you know, like that new corn album. I really, I really feel that new corn album. You know what I mean? Like I'm really into it. Like when I hear it, I hear his pain. I hear his struggle. And I like it in a different way. And that's what he did for me in his portrayal of the Joker. What do you think? It's interesting because the transformation, not even the transformation, but the journey to get to the point of guy you see in the opening scene to becoming the Joker at the end, it's a journey. And I don't feel like there's a lot of movies that I've ever seen and you know I love movies, that I would really describe as a journey where you're watching something, and yeah, you're watching it, but you feel like you're part of it. You buy into what he's doing. Everything that happens makes sense. It's like it builds upon itself so gradually and perfectly that when everything happens, it's so subtle that you just, it makes sense. Specifically speaking to his acting role, first character that i ever probably watched that made me uneasy and nervous because he always felt like he was on the edge of cracking like stuff would happen and maybe if you would look at a baseline person who wasn't struggling with mental illness okay they're gonna shake that off but you always felt like at any moment this person was going to crack. And that's something I've never seen from an actor because it wasn't like he was yelling. It wasn't like he was doing anything to say. He wasn't verbalizing. He was on the verge of cracking, but you always had that feeling. It was done in his body language. It was done in his tone of voice. Also, speaking of body language, dude, that guy transformed his body from to basically skin and bones for this role crazy he looked like a person who was not only mentally 
on the edge of breakdown, but physically he always looked like he was on the verge of just physically falling apart. And it was weird because when you think about his persona as the Joker, when he becomes the Joker, it feels like he's lighter. It feels like the world is lifted off of his shoulders. And that's something that a lot of actors wouldn't take the time to do, which is to use their body to act in the manner that he did. So I feel like he did great. But where do you rank him? Mm. Mm. Here, let me let me read off to you. Mm. <laughs> well, let's just got... put it this way, dude. He's above everybody else, and he's he's up. He's he's above everybody else. He's up there with Caesar for me. He stole Tommy Wiseau's role, bro. Okay, Tommy Wiseau <laughs> was ready to do the Ryan Reynolds and make the world get behind him, and he was supposed to get that role. So he stole the role from Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> he had to work hard for it. He didn't have to work hard for it. I would rank him. Here's my personal rank. Okay. Tommy Weissel, not in the running. No uh, doubt. Zach, Gal- Zach Galifianakis, not in the running. So no let's doubt. erase this off for there. Uh, let's talk Jared Leto, Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill. Cesar Romero would be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heath Ledger would be number two. Mark Hamill would be tied for three with jared leto eh, i'll give mark hamill the advantage mark hamill then jared leto and finally at the bottom below tommy wiseau and zach alfanekis would be lazy ass jack nicholson where would i put him in the rank with them i would put him i i would have to put him right above Heath Ledger. He's like right between Cesar Romero and Heath Ledger. Not right. saying yeah, like right. not yeah, like I can't say he he like he did a phenomenal job as an actor, but if I look at big picture overall, I still feel like Cesar Romero for me personally mm-hmm. connected and gave me more than I would say I got from even though Joaquin Phoenix, amazing job, I still have to say he's just a little bit below Cesar Romero for what Cesar Romero gave to me personally as a character. Right, I agree. Like I said, I'm, I'm teeter totter. It's like right, he's, he's he's right there. His performance is like this, bro. When I was young, you put water in a boiling pot, you turn it on, the water starts to boil. You put the top ramen in there, and then it was good as hell. And that's what his performance did for me. The buildup, it just got me to the point where you, you were actually cheering for the Joker. Like you wanted the Joker to just kick some ass and beat everybody up because you feel that. Because every day we go, everybody goes through that. And what they always say in those comics, dude, you're one bad day away, right? And it seemed like he was getting a bad day daily, right? And we've all been there before, but it tackled everything from bullying to mental illness being hopeless, depressed, everything all in the one. And I think he did a very good job at portraying all of that. And I think the movie itself, we were talking about the writing, right? The right, the writing could affect the way Jared Leto's character was and the way the movie was overall, right? But you touched on this when you did your review. Dude, the freaking scenery, bro. Just the graffiti, like the small details, graffiti's on the bus, the graffiti everywhere. They painted Gotham as a dirty city. And let me get this, let me let you know, a dirty city. They didn't do it by making it dark, right? In all those movies, they're always dark. Oh, yeah, it's the ghetto because it's dark. Nah, the city was dirty, bro. From the outside of the subway to the city, it was just dirty. And you're like, damn, Gotham's ghetto is F, dude, right? But these other movies, even the TV show, I'm just going to make it super dark. Yeah, and I'm going to trick you to think that it's hood and it's ghetto. Nah, the scenery in this movie, every scene was set up for Joaquin's strength as a Joker. And I think that's what makes him so good. The acting was good, but the director, bro, the way he set everything up and the writing put him in a position where he could be one of the best ones to do it. That's our opinion 
on everyone from Weisal to Galifianakis, Leto, Romero, Nicholson, Ledger, Hamill, and finally Mr. Joaquin Phoenix. That's our perspective on all of the Jokers. This episode, we're actually going to be running a contest. You can find the Nerd World Order broadcast on Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Now, what we'd like you to do is to subscribe, to give us five-star reviews, and to leave us a comment on any or all of those platforms. And then just screenshot it and send it to us at alan at imnwo.com. That's A-L-L-E-N at imnwo.com. We will... Put you in a raffle for raffle to win a very exciting DC Joker Nerd World Order broadcast prize pack. This has been a very fun episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast because it was produced and put together by hundreds of the members of the Nerd World Order community that voted on the Jokers and gave Joe and I a roadmap of who they thought were the best and the worst jokers and whether we agree or disagree we thank every single person who voted thank you very much for all the votes of who you thought the joker was like alan said gave us a good leeway for a discussion for a podcast we're going to be doing a lot more of these within the group where we'll post some discussions and see what the group members think it was a really good turnout for this uh discussion and we're looking forward to doing more of this type of discussion for future podcast until next time ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order i am nwo we are nwo and let your nerd flag fly booyah